Hi, my name is Eric Ludi, and you're listening to my Ask Eric podcast. Thanks for joining me. Let's get down to the business of talking about truth. How do you handle divisive doctrines? I don't know if you've ever run into a divisive doctrine, uh, but it can be somewhat misleading in what I want to just address right now because the Bible appears to have divisive doctrines in it, when in actuality, all doctrine is compatible. It's just that at first blush, when you see this doctrine, you hold to it, it's like, oh, that's true. This one over here seems like it doesn't fit. And so it can create a division in the church. This has happened throughout Christian history. And this is what Paul was dealing with at the church at Corinth. You have the splits all over the place. You have these that are saying, hey, I'm with Apollos. I'm with Paul. I'm with Peter. And you see, Christ is not divided. And so Paul was making an appeal to them to say, hey, guys, we're missing something here. Now, what they were holding on to were truths. And yet they were truths that were lacking a balance. In other words, if you just put on a, on a scale, if you just put a weight over here and fail to put an equal measure of weight over here, you have an imbalance. And that's what happens a lot of times when we handle scripture. And so that's what creates uh, a divisiveness or a divisiveness in, uh, in the church is oftentimes someone comes in and they're very passionate about a doctrine. They, they, they're reading it in scriptures like, hey, this is important, but they put too much weight on something like that. And they don't re- realize that there's always a balancing doctrine to these issues. One of the classic ones throughout Christian history has been the issue of sovereignty and personal responsibility. And uh, boy, this has divided the church for generations and generations. Because people catch a vision for the sovereignty of God. And it's a very real thing in scripture. I mean, hey, God is sovereign. And then they catch a vision for, hey, but there's something we're supposed to do here, guys. It's not just that God does it for us. We're supposed to respond. I think we're supposed to believe. I think we're supposed to obey over here. I think there's something we're supposed to do. And if you put too much weight on either one of those, you end up with ridiculous Christianity. If you put too much weight on sovereignty, then you actually end up with a passivity in your Christianity. It's like, oh, well, God's in control. Yeah, the reason I punched that guy in the nose is God you know, must have foreordained it. And obviously, any thinking Christian is going to go, something's wrong there. And then you have the opposite side, where if you put all the weight on personal responsibility, it's up to me, you end up with a very heavy weight of works works, uh, religion here. Because now it's up to me to please God. And both sides just get out of whack really easily. And that's what's divided the church for for generations. And it almost falls into the, the category of insanity in my mind. But it's a very real thing. And so in all these issues... I use an illustration with our students here at Ellerslie, and I'll give it to you now. And it's it's been a good one, I think, for me to sort of absorb uh, this idea of how something at first can just seem like that's a reasonable d- uh, dividing point, when in actuality it's it's not when you when you investigate it a little further. So uh, there's a great story of David Wilkerson being on the streets of New York. This is when he was young, and he was. Uh, reaching these gangs uh, with the gospel. And there was a gang leader named Jojo that was sitting on a park bench that was actually his home. And David Wilkerson had some new shiny shoes on. And he came up to Jojo and was trying to share with him the gospel. And Jojo's like, hey, preacher, you know, look, you're, I'm not like you. I don't have shiny shoes. I've never had a new pair of shoes in my life. And he kept talking. Jojo kept referring to uh, David Wilkerson's shoes. And so David Wilkerson recognized there was a problem. And that is his shoes were getting in the way of Jojo being able to hear the gospel. So he removed his shoes and said, hey, you're talking so much about my shoes. Here, 
you have them. These are your shoes now. And JoJo was just shocked by this. Like, hey, I don't want your shoes. Like, hey, you keep talking about my shoes. Now you have new shoes. And this actually precipitates into being the change uh, dimension of JoJo's life. This is when he gives his life to Christ, is in and through this transaction, where David Wilkerson chose to let the shoes get out of the way and let love take its, take its primary role in winning the heart of JoJo and not letting shoes be a distraction. And so imagine that you have the church uh, in New York that witnesses this, that hears of this story. Now you have a group that is very passionate about giving away their shoes. Because did you see what happened? Jojo came to Christ because David Wilkerson gave him his shoes. So they, they become the shoeless brigade. So it, it's now unspiritual to wear, uh, sh- to wear shoes. So now everyone takes off their shoes. And if you're part of the in crowd, uh, that's the way it works. And this other side is like, shoes have nothing to do with it, guys. What are you, what are you talking about? God never prohibited us from wearing shoes. So you already see the uh, schism uh, that is beginning to take place. Now Apollos comes to town, uh, to New York, and... Uh, this this group of the shoeless brigade, hey, hey, Apollos, over here, tell us, uh, if the shoes were going to hinder uh, someone from hearing the gospel, would it be okay to take them off? Like, would it be a wise idea? He's like, yeah, here's the story of David. He's like, yeah, I thought it was good what David Wilkerson did. So as a result, they're like, see, Apollos says that it's good to have no shoes on and to give our shoes away. Now, Paul comes to town and like, hey, Paul, come over here. And this other group is like, does it say anything in scripture about us having to remove our shoes? Do we have to walk around in bare feet? And then Paul says, no, who told you that? That's ridiculous. No one ever commanded you to walk around in bare feet. And so this group is like, ha, see, we're with Paul. This guy's, hey, we're with Apollos. You know that if you asked Paul and Apollos, they would disagree with both sides. In other words, this isn't what it's about. Paul, even in the book of 1 Corinthians, makes an appeal. He says, guys, you're missing the whole point. I'm going to show you a better way. And that way is love. You see, what David Wilkerson did, you could get caught up in the fact that he gave his shoes, but what he did was he loved JoJo. And when you love, you're going to make the right decision. So we have these balance issues constantly. In our church, I, I would say our big balance issue right now is spiritual gifts and church government. And this is a very real thing for us as a church because we're a serious church. We want to live according to scripture. And according to scripture, there's a proper form for the church. There's deacons, there's elders, there's bishops. You know, there's a proper form of government. And that that form of government is supposed to lead and protect. It's supposed to test uh, doctrines. It's supposed to make sure that uh, we're safe and we're a safe environment for uh, for the growth of the believer. Then you have this other side, which is, hey, but we're given something by the the grace of God, each one of us, and we're supposed to be bringing it to the table. We need more freedom to be able to speak forth that which God is doing inside of us. Well, then this side says, well, what if what you say is false and it's not true? Well, how are we going to know that unless we get a chance to speak? And so you have this interesting tension. We've we've found it in our body because I did a, a series on spiritual gifts last fall. And if you're fascinated, you should look up the old sermons on it and I mean, just an extremely powerful series. But what it does is it awakens, because I've taught a lot on church government. I've taught a lot on authority and all these things of how we protect the body, how shepherding works. And so it, at first blush, seems like a contradiction. It really does. It's like, how do these two work together? Because it seems like if government is strong, it's going to get this quiet. And this, this government will just control this. But then this side's like, hey... This is just as biblical as this. You can't squash this just to be a good, solid government. But at the same time, if, if any of you are like me, you can have the tendency to fear 
this spiritual gifts thing getting out of control. I've seen some funny churches out there that are just going wacko out there with their spiritual gifts. And so as a result, you have the government that goes, hey, we need to control that. And then this side says, hey, the spirit of God is supposed to control this. It's a really good tension. What does it lead us to? I think we need God to be in control and not us. I think we need to follow the scriptures and trust that God knows what he's doing. You don't need to put too much weight on one. You need a balance between them. So if this concept fascinates you, I have a whole list of balanced doctrines that I went through in the message, The Just Balance, which I think is being released today or this weekend. And I think there's a link for it in the show notes. Uh, so you can go to it. But it's, it sort of addresses this issue in a, in a more uh, global way and also granular way to, to help walk through some of the dynamics that we as a church locally here in Windsor are going through, but also just for us as a body. I think it's a critical idea for us to begin to recognize that to do this, we need to be marked by love. Just as Paul said to the church at Corinth, it's love that truly balances the scales, guys. If we're missing love, we could have all the right doctrine. And if we don't have love, we're wrong. It's that simple. And so let's make sure that we are specializing in love. God's blessings. Ask Eric was brought to you by the creative team at BraveheartedChristian.com. Offering short films, books, articles, sermons, and yes, even podcasts like this one to build you strong in the person of Jesus Christ. At Bravehearted Christian, the agenda is to bring back the stuff of old. You know, the sort of Christianity that is lived out with the gusto of heaven is rarely politically and or socially correct and actually and practically works. Visit BraveheartedChristian.com or EricLudy.com to learn more about, yours truly, the loud mouth behind the microphone. If you would like to submit a question for me to consider on this podcast, please feel free to do so from our podcast homepage. Until next time, rock a sock.